All right, so let's begin. We're, we're going to see all the cases, right? We're, we're going, going to go through, we're going to go through a lot, but one step at a time. First, we're worried about the order, okay? For the next few months. Okay. So, um, the, it, the Gemara says like this, Hasha da'amit. Now that you say, Anything that is coming, that is derived from a drasha, with meaning it wasn't a direct statement in the Torah, and that's what gives it precedence. So listen, then the most explicit one should have to go last. Why did we put Achos Isha somewhere in the middle? That's the question. Because Achos Isha is the one that actually is the most direct that says that, the, that there's a, this concept of pottering the Tzara. Um, and that's written now right in the Torah, as, the, as we'll see. The sister, the wife sister, that's the one that actually is the source for all of these halachos. This halach in the Mishnah is sourced from Achos Isha, as we'll see no, later on today. No, 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 Achos Isha. We'll see in a second. Eishes Achiv is where there's a mitzvah Yibam. Achos Isha. Where are you starting from? What? Right, where are you starting from? Hashta. It's uh, five okay, lines down. Two or three lines down. Okay. Five yeah. lines down. Hashta, the Amit, Kod, Nilsa, Datsi, Midrash, Kabibalek. There's a few lines between friends. List Nila, Chos Isha, Lubisov. Why didn't we list a Chos Isha at the end? We'll get to it. Okay? So the answer is we, uh, as we know, we like to follow a flow. So, once we started talking in the sister realm, so therefore we went to because it's in that, in that area, dealing with sister relations. Then at least put all sisters at the end. I understand you didn't want to use sisters in the, uh, you know, uh, but, what, but what, we want all sisters grouped together. So put the entire group of sisters last. Ella, so therefore the Gemara rejects that explanation that we said. It has nothing to do with the fact that it's Asya Midrasha that gives it the priority. But rather, What the Torah, the Mishnah is going with, the Torah is following the order of closeness to the brother, the, the, the person, the man himself, who is the most direct close, and then spreading out from there. So let's follow along. Tana, so that's, we learn Bito, first his daughter, Obas Bito, Obas Bino, because that is the Kurve, the Kurve Atzmo. Those are his own relatives. These are his daughter, his daughter's daughter, his son's daughter. Those are the special relation for him. That's why that's first on the list. Okay? But I did the Tana Shlosha Doros. It's not really three generations, but three that are that are related that are going downwards from him. So to the day, so Tananami the Dida. So he went to his wife's daughter and uh, and son's daughter and a daughter's daughter. Can I ask you a question? What? Yes. Um, why does the Gemara focus? Sorry, it's a big picture question. Why is Gemara focused on the order of the Mishnah? Why is it relevant? Why is that so important? Yeah, it, I mean, it's spending a lot of time, and I'm so I'm just curious. It always does that. Okay, <laughs> okay so why is the Gemara just always... Parsing, just parsing out the Mishnah. We always start off from some random, like, focus on the Mishnah to just trying to understand, like, a side thing. Why, is it, why do we do that? I don't know, but we always do that. No, the, the order 
literary the literary term is to deconstruct it. They're deconstructing the Mishnah. Why is it organized that way? And it's very important because at one time the Mishnah was not written down. It had to be memorized. So what's the reason the, the, they put it in that order? Why do they want to memorize it in that order? What's the statements of that? So that's why it's important to analyze wh- wh- how the mission was constructed. Okay, but, that, but, the, the, yeah, but it, it is the, the what? Who is that? Who's that? Who's that? That's Ruven. Ruven. Thank you, Ruven. That's an awesome answer. Appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, but it's, it, it's always the case. Even though it's like, to me, it's like a little bit of a side point. We never get to the Iker till, till later on. Later on. Okay, but anyway. But I did the Tanah Lamati did. But now we're catching the flow. So we went three levels, three levels down by him. Then we go three levels down by her. Not three levels, but because there's also three relations from his wife's side. Okay. So then... The idea, the Tanah Shlosh Adoros Lamata once we went downwards from his wife, so Tanah Shlosh Adoros Lamala then we went upward on his wife's side. That's his uh, mother-in-law, mother of his mother-in-law, and mother of his father-in-law. Okay, so we're working upwards on his wife's side. We obviously cannot go upwards on his own side, because that would be his mother. Okay, Rashi points out his mother. When you say upwards and downwards, it's really backwards. I don't know how. I mean, I'm just looking I at it as a chart. What you, think, you see, generation know, down and generation up. That's how I'm looking at it. You have to visualize the chart. I know. Okay? All right. What's the problem with going upward? That's also. What? On his side, there is no up because we'll soon see the only way, we're, the only thing that belongs in this list is where to the brother there is no Isser, uh-huh. but to him there is. That, that is not going to work if it's his mother. Why? Because either it's his brother's mother as well, his or it's his wife's, his it, it's mother. his father's, it's his father's wife, which is its own Isser. So there, you understand? So that's separate, why... Separate Surin. It's exactly right, exactly. So the point being is there's no way that a brother would be allowed to marry this, this, his brother's mother. The line okay. of the mother-in-law is no way. No, of his own mother, of his own the man. We're talking about this man. So his brother married any of these Arias, but that was a legal marriage to his brother. It's only a relation to him and not to his brother. That's what's going on over here, okay? But that's why we could not put mother on this, on this list over here, because his mother is prohibited to him, because it's his mother, but it's also prohibited to his brother. Eshet Aviv. Even if they don't share the same mother, it's still Eshet Aviv. Exactly. Okay. Betana Achoso, then, so we went down, so we went down by him, then we went down by his wife, then we went up by his wife, and then we go across to his sister, his own sister, his, and then once we mention his own sister, you mention the mother's sister. Okay? Which is also Krove Atzmo. Those are also his, his own relatives. Mm-hmm. Once we put a sisterly relations, so that's why over there we put in Achosisha as well. Now, still, the order, the rest of the order needs clarification. Really, the last two on the list, Kala, the daughter-in-law, should come before the Eshes Ach that was not in the world with him. Why? Because the Eshes Ach is not due to a unique relationship with him. There is no <laughs> special relationship that this brother has to his uh, f- brother who died before he was born. 
uh, his wife, right? That's not a special, unique relationship. So that really belongs last on the list. Ella, I did the Iri Achva. Once we, um, once we are talking about a prohibition of of brotherly sisterliness, so therefore Tana Eishes Akiv, because uh, you know uh, uh, that's why Eishes Akiv was listed first. And that's the idea, again, if you kind of think about it, especially when we're memorizing Mishnayis, it's always helpful to have them grouped in a logical sequence. And that's exactly what we're doing here. Going down on his side, then we go down on our side, then we go up on our side, then we go across to sisterly, and then once we're going sisterly, we're going to go to Eishas Achim as well, because that's brotherly, and then we go to Kala as last, which doesn't fit into any of the other ones. Now, my area the Tana Potros. Here's the question that the Gemara wants to understand. Why is we using the word potros? That doesn't seem to be so accurate. Poter means that you're, there's no obligation of Yibum. But that doesn't mean that there's an Isser of Yibum. And there, in this case, obviously, we're saying that there is an Isser of Yibum. He's not allowed to do Yibum. The word poter means that you're free from any obligation. So it's a wrong term, really. Listen, Osros, it should say forbidden. So the Gemara says, that's not going to be clear. Osros. If it would say Osros, Havamina might have thought that you're not allowed to do Yibum. But, but you can't free the woman without doing Chalitza. It may be true that I'm not allowed to do Yibum, but maybe I still can't let her get married, being that she, uh, her husband died without children. So she, I, I understand she's related to me, or the God is related to me, or, so therefore I can't do Yibam, but maybe I should still have to do Chalitza. Kamash Malan, that's why we have to say the word Poter, that there's no obligation at all, not for Yibam or Chalitza. So the Gemara says, asura So why not say it in a way that not only you're not allowed to do Yibam, you're also not allowed to do Chalitza. And that would work very well also, because that's clear, and you're also expressing that this is a forbidden union. So the Gemara says, that's not a good question. That doesn't make sense either. Because how can you say Asura Lachlots? What are you doing when you do a Chalitza? She can't remove his shoe and spit in his face? Or, you know, why? That's not an Isser. It's not a thing. That's a Dvar Isser. So why would we can't really use the terminology of Oser for Chalitza, which is not really a significant act. It's not like an act of relations or anything. So my kavit. So the Gemara says, "What are you talking about? It makes sense to make that aser." Alam alo. Why not? Ima to omer cholates misyabemes because the, there would be rabbinically prohibited. If we say do, you do you could do chalitza and it's legal to do chalitza, there's no iser involved. So then people might think that you should be able to also do yipum. He just chose to do chalitza. So given so so. That's the that's the question. So the Gemara answers. Given the makom mitzvah udasira, tzara, v'shelob makom mitzvah sharia, since the only time the iser extends to the co-wife is strictly in cases of where there is a mitzvah of yibum, then the iser to one is extends to the co-wife. So therefore, and if it's not a makom mitzvah, the co-wife is not prohibited. That's why. That's why we wanted to use the word potros specifically. So let me explain what this means. When you think about it, there's a unique thing that's happening here, right? Now, let's say uh, my, um, a man's brother marries his daughter, okay? 
So that's uh, um, so that's Aisha's Ach, right? Now, I um, that daughter that that brother has another wife. Just just like I don't have a mitzvah to my daughter of Yibum, should he die without children? So too, I don't have. There's a prohibition of a union to the co-wife as well. That's a unique thing that works only in the cases of mitzvah. However, let's say a random guy marries my son. My son-in-law married my daughter, right? And there's another wife. And he took another wife. And the son-in-law passes away. What the halacha? Can I marry the co-wife? After all, it's the co-wife of my daughter, right? Is there such a iser? Absolutely not. In other words, it's only b'maka mitzvah that the prohibition goes to the co-wife. The prohibition to one applies to the other one. That doesn't exist in any other uh, of any other uh, not in a maka mitzvah. You understand that? It's not. Well, what's what's the essence of this concept of a co-wife well, that, that makes her forbidden? That's the, we'll learn it. We'll see the source there, for it. There's something. There's a drasha for it. Obviously, yeah. yeah that's the that, basis that's of this mission. It needs a drasha. We'll get to the drasha. It's on Ahmed Bey. It's coming. Yeah. It's dumb, coming. Up dumb there. question. A co-wife is not obligated in, on a loan on an chalitza yibum, right? Are they? What do you mean? If a man dies, it could be you could the chalitza yibum could be done to any of his wives. There is no. Priority. Oh, right, it's his deal. wife. Sorry. Yeah. But no, let's ask the basic question. Yeah. There's a wife and there's a co wife. Yes. He passed away. Okay. So one of those two women are number one of to give him a name to the brother. Doesn't right. matter which one. Doesn't matter which one. But one of those two. Right. Okay. Now, if both of them say no, then it, the obligation is finished. So why are we going past Not this? True. Point? Not true. They have to do chalitza. Okay. So you do chalitza one of them. Right, and that works for everybody. Fin- uh, finished. Right. Okay. Or Miun, whatever it is, Nisbat right. Yelke. And it's finished for everybody else. Correct. So why are we going beyond that point? I mean, How do we get to the co wife of the co I mean, those two are still st- standing in front of us. No, no, no. So why are we going two, st- I mean, three down and three up and three this way and three that way? Why? No, no, let me explain. Okay. First of all, it, it, when you're, I'm, I, if I understand, I think what you're saying is, is how does it get to second base? That's right. There's no basis. Uh, the answer is the answer is is because remember this is only a prohibition to the one brother to me, my 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 brother married my daughter, so I have a problem marrying any of his wives should he die right. without Correct. children, right? Yeah. But my other brother, he has no problem doing yibum, and he could do yibum to whichever one he wants. Do you understand? That's right. And then that other brother, the brother, the 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 the, the third brother, he let's say does, did marry the co-wife, and he has his own other wife, and then he dies without children, just like I wasn't allowed to marry my daughter from the first brothers. I can marry the co-wife, and the co-wife stays us, sir. And I, just like I can't marry the co-wife now, I can't marry the co-wife of the co-wife. That's what's going on over here. The yibum was done by a different brother. And then he died without children, and now a second time she's fallen to evil. That's the scenario. So, okay, here. so we're going on the fact that, I mean, if a bunch of them that's passed how it away. Gets, okay. That's exactly what's okay. happening. One brother does yibum, okay, so not those, me, okay. or a different so brother. Who has that problem. That's right. Then it opens up the, the gate the for the whole bunch. to a next that's level, okay. and then the next level, and then the next yeah. level. That's exactly what's going on. Okay, now the question is this. So a person has two wives, one has children, one doesn't. 
There's no mitzvah zibum. No, no yibum. Exactly. It doesn't go his by the name. Is there. It goes by name. his uh, his children. The whole purpose is to the okay. Now, I know, but I want to say that. Well, that's what Khalid says. No, no, that's when the man. <laughs> this is where well, that's the come. It's a, a pasuk about it as well. Why does. The first one. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. I'm just feeling bad for the woman's life. Okay. Oh, my area. Here's the question. The question is it's potros, but look at the words. Potros from chalitza and from yibum. Why does it say the order of Chalitza before Yibum? Listening, logic should say, Mina Yibum Lechute. Just Pater Mina Yibum. Okay? Um, because that's what the mitzvah is. So the Lord says, Itana Mina Yibum, Ava Mina If you just say Yibum, so then you might think you should still do Chalitza. That's why. Um, um, maybe you're only not obliged to do Yibam, but Chalitza you still have to do, meaning you might think that they're not attached to each other. That's why you have to come Ashbalon, that's why we have to accentuate that there's neither is there. No Chalitza or Yibam, because Kamash Malan comes to teach us Kala Olal Yibam, anything, anytime there's a potentiality of Yibam, Olal Chalitza, that goes up for Chalitza as well. When there's no potential of Yibam, because she's related, okay, then there's no Chalitza either. So the Gemara says, okay, I understand why we have to say both Chalitza and Yibum. But for listening to Yibum and Chalitza, shouldn't we say Chalitza for Yibum before Chalitza? Inami, Mena Chalitza Lechuta. Or say that it's Potter from Chalitza, just, just Chalitza. So the Gemara answers, Abashali, the purpose is to teach us the opinion of Abashal, which is also coming up. Who says, the Amar Mitzvah Chalitza Kodemus and Mitzvah Yibum. He says that although from the way the psukim are laid out, obviously the priority is to do yibum then to, over chalitza. However, Abishol says that unless you're having proper intent, that you're doing it strictly the shame mitzvah, there's an iser involved. Um, it's almost like there's an erva because technically this is an erva to you. So if you, uh, to the extent that you mean it, she's a beautiful woman and you just want to marry her for your pleasure, that is actually... Akin to an erva, and therefore he says the priority is always we push chalitza over yibum, which is what we do today. Um, anyway, and uh, you know, like for hundreds of years, there has not been any cases of yibum because we don't. We just say we can't assume that people typically would have the proper intent when doing yibum that they mean it l'shem shamayim. That's the idea, because so that's what the Mishnah is indicating, like Abishol. So that brings us to the next section. So, minyana de racial mutimai, um minyana de sefil mutimai. If you look at our Mishnah, anytime a Mishnah lists a number, there's no reason to list a number because actually we do know how to count. So you just start listing and we'll be able to count how many they are and then we'll know. When we say there's 15, that means not more than 15. That's the same as saying. 15 and not more than 15, and it's coming to exclude some case that you might think is included. That's one thing. And there's another counting, it's not really a count, but we say at the end, we summarize and we say, Hare Elu, these are potros sarsen, meaning these and only these. That's also an exclusion. So that means that there's two cases that you might have thought would belong in the list that we're saying is not in the list. 
So what's it coming to exclude? That's the question. So minyano de reish lemutimai or minyano de sefer lemutimai. So the answer is lemuti de rav or de rav asi. It's coming to counter or to exclude rav's halacha and rav asi's halacha. What is rav's halacha? Rav says that the co-wife of a sota is also no mitzvah yibum. So in other words, let's just present the scenario. The brother's married to two wives. Mm-hmm. One wife is caught cheating on him. And she turns to, out to be a sota. And you mean she dies? Then, what? She died? She didn't die. She's alive. She's alive. She's before, in, she's at the stage where she was proven before to be a sota. She, before, before she, before, um, before, you know, she died, he died. Okay? Now, what is there a mitzvah of Yibum at all? So according to Rav, the answer is no. Because since the sota was actually prohibited to the brother, because once she's found to be a sota, that renders um, her forbidden to him. So therefore, there's no mitzvah to the sota. Once there's no mitzvah to the sota, it's like an erva. And therefore, there's no, uh, there's no mitzvah to the co-wife either. Doesn't she die immediately? No, only she has to drink. She has to drink. But he didn't drink yet. She didn't drink it. He's bringing her. Yeah, but it's only a And it's also not that simple because actually, because even, even we also saw in Masech Sota, and we'll get there, but, but in Masech Sota it says that if she is a merit, then it's not going to happen immediately. So it's not like always a given. And it doesn't really say at what level of Sota it is. It could be a case. It could be that we're talking about where she admitted that she also doesn't drink. He just has to divorce her, but he didn't yeah. divorce her. But he didn't divorce her yet. Yeah, so she she can refuse to drink, and then yeah, she admits it. Then after divorce, she, she admits, right, exactly. She, she admits the adultery, whatever that is. Right. Okay. Is that part of Nashim? Yes, it's coming up. We'll get there. We'll get there. Just stay, stay, hold on strong, because it's a long ways off. Don't hold your breath. No, no, definitely don't hold your breath. Right? Okay, that's too much. Okay. And then there's also Ravasi. Ravasi uh, says, uh, talks about another case. Um, Ravasi says, Tzara's islandess. If the first wife is an islandess, that it, since she does not have a mitzvah of, uh, of Yibum, because... She's, she's not married. married. She's not married. She I is say. married. No, but I'm saying yeah, we're assuming where she is married. We're not assuming the Mechatos like we saw before. <laughs> but that could be. He married her, maybe knowing that she's an eyeless. The point being is there's no mitzvah to her. There's no mitzvah to the co-wife either. That's the opinion of Ravazi. So those two, we're arguing. Our mission is saying Rav's wrong and Ravazi's wrong. So that's why our list is 15 and not more than 15. Yeah, question. I think you mentioned this was the, the sister, I mean the wife of the brother mm-hmm. who passes away, who passed away. Right. If she has daughters, there is, is no mitzvah. No mitzvah at all. There is no mitzvah at all. Right. He, there is no continuity in the, la, in the last name. That, that's yeah. not, it doesn't go by the last name per se. It goes by uh, progeny. He has, he has children. Then there's no mitzvah. Once there's children, that's considered that he has a legacy. Through his daughters. They didn't have last names. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, it's not nothing to do with the last name. Okay. Okay, so now, 
Question is, that, that, that would be a good exclusion if you um, disagree with Rav and Ravasi. Um, but Lirav, Lirav-Asi, but according to Rav and Ravasi, what's it coming to exclude? So, if they agree with each other that they're correct, that they're pottering the Tzara as well, so, when it's coming to exclude the Tzara of a refuser, meaning, uh, if the brother married um, a, an orphan who is a katana and another wife, and then that brother dies, and she does mion um, to the yavam, not to the husband, but to the yavam. She refuses the vault of the yavam. So that's called the tsaras mamenes. Um, that's one possibility, and if, uh, and that we're saying that there's still a mitzvah yibum. the co-wife of a What does that mean? A man was married to a woman, and then he divorced her. She, in the interim, married somebody else, divorced that guy, or that guy died, and then he <laughs> took her back against the Torah law. So that's a forbidden union to him. Right. That brother was not allowed to do that. Nevertheless, the marriage does take. It's not that far of a forbidden union that they're not considered halachically married. They're just married in prohibition. So that's a case where you, you might think that the Isra would extend to the Tzara as well. That's what we're saying. No, it's excluded. Now, the Isra... So if the Girusha, he takes it back, you know, and he has, but she has kids in Isaac, then really... What the case in this case? Because he has a name. No, who said he has kids? Because we talk, even if he he has kids out of marriage, then he has a name. He didn't have any kids. He just divorced his wife. And he takes her back. And he remarried her after she married somebody else. Because in the meantime, she married somebody else and now divorced again, whatever he does, and he took her back. Right. Now, if she has kids at this point... She didn't, though. She didn't have kids. He was married to start So what? It's for a marriage. But now he died. He died, right? That's all without kids. Oh, without she, kids. I'm, without I'm kids. About, no, no. no. Not, okay, if it's of course, kids, if it's his kids, it doesn't matter. Uh, the question too. There's no mitzvah. Is it? I hear. Is that? I, I, it's sure, another question. It doesn't no? matter which, who it has it from. There is no mitzvah ibum or chalitza. Yeah, a kid out of out of wedlock is also a child. But That's it's not a prohibited marriage. That's a bedlock. Okay, I understand. But if still, still, no, we're not talking about. We're not. We're talking about. We don't we're, that level. we're just okay. talking about where the we, even he married her be iser, and we want to say maybe it extends not only is that's she right. okay. okay. going to be prohibited to the oven, but the co-wife as well. And we're saying that's not the case. Okay. You are allowed to marry her. Yes. Who? The no. first wife you divorced. No, not if she married somebody else. Then it's but prohibited. But it co-wife. takes the co-wife. You're saying is prohibited? yeah. Maybe there's maybe it extends to the co-wife. That's maybe. what we're saying. Kamash on our Mishnah. It said fifteen to exclude that case. Exclude that case. Okay. Right now, okay. Let's say Rav disagrees with Ravasi, and Ravasi disagrees with Rav. So One would be excluding his friend's opinion. One of the other two. Now, the question is this. Rav and Ravasi obviously agree with their own opinion, um, and they say that it's not coming to exclude theirs. But then why isn't it in our list? It should be 16 women. Okay? Rav and Ravasi, why is it not in our list? The answer is, because the scenarios of both Rav and Ravasi can never get to second base. Because remember, realize, if you think about it, Sarasota, the fact that she's forbidden... To, is, is forbidden to the original brother that she was married to. Um, she was his sota, or the, co- or the co-wife of the sota. Now, any brother 
it's not like it's not like there's a prohibited union to one brother, but permitted to the other brother. So you can never get to the second base because if there's no mitzvah yibum, after that, it's only that one scenario. You can never get to the case of tzara tzara. Tzara tzara is only when there's an iser to only one brother, but the other brother doesn't have the prohibition, and the other brother does yibum to one of the wives, and, and then he has another wife. That. That's how you get to keep going. But if here, the, since it's the original husband's problem that just goes through him to all the brothers... So then, it's not going to ever get to the second to the second case of Sarah Sarah, and that's why it's excluded from the list. Okay, but they're all prohibited from marrying the co-wife. Right, exactly. Her or the co-wife, according to Rav, they're permitted to both her and the co-wife. But that doesn't. But therefore, it's all the brothers. So there never could be a case of co-wife of a co-wife because there's no yibum at all. Once it's a prohibited union, that means it's Eishas Ach, as if he has children. That's an erva. Okay, now. Here's the, finally, we're getting to what the actual source is for this halacha. Mina hani mili. Where do we get the whole source of this idea that there's no mitzvah yibum when one of the, not only to, to the, when one of them is an erva to the brother who would do yibum, and even to, not only to the erva, but even to the co-wife. Where's the source for this? The answer is, the Torah of the Rabbi Zorn, Isha lachosa, like we explained earlier, we mentioned earlier, that it all is derived from Achos Isha, the sister of the wife. Okay? What is the case? It says in the Pasuk, Isha lechosa, a, 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 a wife to her sister, lo sikach, do not take, meaning the don't take... The sister of the widow. Of the wife, not the widow. I'm, a man, I was talking about a man, this is the regular case where a man is not allowed to marry two sisters. You can't marry a second sister, right? Isha lachosa lo sikach litzror, do not take her, litzror, to be a co-wife, right? A tzara, tzara is a co-wife, they antagonizing each other, what you're doing is you're taking, you're taking a union, uh, uh, you're taking siblings that are sisters, and you're making it that uh, they're going to be um, rivals. Rivals, that's a terrible thing to do. Like, like Rachel and Leah. Right, like Rachel and Leah, which was an exception. Yeah. Right, how is he allowed to do that? Legal Zervasa, why? Now, there's an extra word here. Can you see the word? No. Allah, what does that mean here? I understand, because the Yisr is only while they're alive. You, there is no prohibition to marry two sisters, one passed away, and then you marry the next one. It's only when they're going to be rivals, right? But the point being is, what's Allah doing here? Allah, it's a word that doesn't really... Necessary. Not necessary. So, Allah... Ah, in the midst of Yibam, it also used the word Allah. Upon her. He comes upon her. He does the Yibam. Okay? But we threw in the word Allah there. We threw in the word Allah here. A, a extra word. doesn't really belong. Shamayani. This teaches us. When it says the words Yibam, you might think, look, we're counter, we're going against the regular rules. When we say do Yibam, we're going against an erva, an existing erva, and saying, doing it anyway. So the natural assumption should be that I don't care if there's only this erva, or even multiple arayas. She could be my daughter too. Yibum is yibum. It overrides. We, dis- we disregard any other consideration. That's what you might have thought from the words, you word, if it would just be the trash of yibum, yavu, that's what you do, 
Shamayani, I might have thought I feel Vachim Kala Raisa Murs Bedora, that it's going even on any of the rice of the Torah. Hakazmadabra. Therefore, Nemar Khan Allah Venemar Lalana Allah says Allah here as well as Bayakhosisha. Mala Lumbi Mokam Mitzvah. So the, when it says you can't marry your wife's sister, it's saying even when there's a mitzvah of Yibum, you're not allowed to marry your wife's sister. Okay? Do not take her. Meaning that that Isser remains in effect, the Isser to marry your wife's sister, remains in effect even though you have a mitzvah of Yibum. Because that's what the word Allah is teaching us. And that's what we're saying is therefore there is no mitzvah <coughs> that maybe will only be to her. How do you know that the co-wife of your wife's sister is also not no mitzvah? That's what the word litzror teaches because that's also superfluous. You can't take your wife's sister as a wife. You don't have to use the word litzror at all. It happens to be they're going to be rivals. But why would you have to throw that in? The answer is because even, even, the, even when I'm not going to be marrying the actual erva to me, my, the sister of my wife, even when I want to do the yibum to the co-wife, uh, that's what the word literature is telling me, that there's no mitzvah there as well. That's the source for our entire Mishnah. Okay, now. Yes. But, but, uh, I'm married to Rachel. I can't marry Rachel. Rachel passed away. Then you can marry Leah. Oh, Correct. Oh, and you can do even with Leah. Of course. After you but marry what, her. But, mm, After you marry Because the answer is only Bechayim. What? But there is an exception here. No, we're not focused. You no. Don't bring in the death as a factor. What we're talking about is this. Reuven and Shimon are two brothers. Reuven married Rachel. Shimon married Leah. Okay? Ru, um, so let's say Reuven dies. Leah, um, uh, Shimon cannot do Yibum to Rachel. Why? Because even though there's a mitzvah of Yibum, but he's married to, to Leah. And there you can't, right, the Isser of marrying sisters remains even in scenarios of, of Yibum. Exactly. And, that, and the word Litzra tells me that not only can't I marry Rachel, but, but even the other wife, even the co-wife of Rachel, I'm also not allowed to marry. Okay. That's what the, this is the, again, the source for the whole drush. But another brother now, can marry her? One second, the other brother can yeah. do it. Why not? Sure. Now, how do you know that it even extends to the co-wife of the co-wife? If the brother Levi went ahead and married the co-wife of Rachel, and then he has another wife, and then he dies, the mitzvah doesn't extend either. Tamalomer litzror, the double expression, the double resh, litzror, velo latzor, could have just said latzor. What does it mean, litzror? Extends it even to multiple cases of co-wives. Co-wife of a co-wife. Like we explained, if a different brother married, the co-wife of the co-wife is also prohibited. And then the co-wife of the co-wife of the co-wife is also prohibited if, if a third brother went, came in and did a yibum to the co-wife of the never, co-wife. Never family. Now, the aim... <laughs> They should check the mezuzahs. No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ah, so the question is, okay. Look, the pasuk talks only about achos isha, 
Only in this union, in this Isser, did we say that, it, that, it, that the Isser remains even in the scenario of Yibam. Shar arayus minayin. How do you know to extend it to every erva? The answer is, Amrit, I'll tell you. Ma'achos yishem What's special about achos yisha? It's what we call amamatino, just like we find. So look, achos yisha, what is it special? Shehi erva, she is an erva to this brother. It's a serious, it's an erva to the level of kares. And for shogeg, it's the level of achatas. And it's forbidden to do yibam. So wouldn't it extend to other cases just like this? I've called she erva. All cases where she is an erva. She is a forbidden union. And it's at least as serious as a severity of exigent. Bemezid or Bishogegachatas, Asur Liavam is forbidden to do Yibo. Now, Vainli Alahain, how do you know it's them and also the co wives? Sarasemin, how do you know the co wife of any of the other Arayas? The answer is Amrit, the same as Achosisha, Magosisha, Muchedishi Erva, Vachayavan, Ozonakaris, Vashigachatas, Vasur Liavam, Vitsa Rasa, Sur, and the co wife as well becomes prohibited. So to every case of erva, that's to that level of severity of kares, for Britain to do yibum, the co-wife is also forbidden. From here they say, this is now the source for our 15 women of our Mishnah, Potros Torosin, Vistoros Torosin, Menachalitza Menei Yibam Atzov HaOlam. Now, Okay, so we're gonna we're we're, we're okay. So that's that's the drasha. Now we explained our whole mishnah. What? Bekitzer. Bekitzer, yeah. With the, the sister of the of the isha, what? of the, of the widow. What? No, 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 no. What are you about? This isser is only your, the only mitzvah of yibum is to so the Mary, wife of your yeah. brother, who is married. Not, not, no, of she, course. If she's not alive. The point is, is that if the wife of your brother is alive. also your sister-in-law. That's, that's when, because you're married to your two brothers with two married brothers. two sisters, then there's no mitzvah yibum, and just like that erva is that the case, so to all arise that's the case. That's okay. all. That's the that's the short. That's the kitzer. Okay. Now the Gemara says, wait a second. Yachal, you might think shani mar There are six other cases of erva that are more stringent than the ones listed in our Mishnah. You might think sheyutz or sena that their co-wives are also forbidden, um, like mother. Meaning, let's say the brother did something wrong and decided to marry the his father's wife. He shouldn't have done it. It wasn't allowed to do it, and he but he did, and then he died. He deserved it, right? And then he died without children. So obviously, I can't do yibum to my mother. But I no, also but he, don't. You might think I don't do yibum to my co-wife, his co-wife either. To his mother-in-law. No, no, his mother. His, mother, his, own, his mother. own mother. Stepmother. Obviously, it was that guy's stepmother. stepmother but, but it was my mother. mother. Obviously, I can't do Yibam to my own mother. But what about the co-wife? I do do Yibam to the co-wife. Because he had no business marrying my mother in the first place. 
that was a forbidden right. So Hamrit Machos Ishto Miuchedes she erva v'chayavan ozdona kares v'ashigaz chadas ve'afshuli not silachim. But the brother was allowed to marry her. Okay, v'asruli avam and the, you're not allowed to do yibum v'tzaros asur and the kohef is also asur. Of course, she erva v'chayavan ozdona kares v'ashigaz chadas ve'afshuli not silachim. The key element is has to be permitted to the brother to the permitted marriage to my brother. V'asruli avam tzarasa. Asura, the Torah is also Asura. That excludes these extra six cases, which we'll list in the coming Mishnayos. Since the brothers, no brother is allowed to marry any of these. No brother is allowed to marry his brother's mother, even if it's not his own mother. So therefore the co-wife remains permitted to do Yibum. Why? She'en Tzara Ela Meach. Okay. Uh, so goes, my yeah. brother married my mother. Right. Right. He had no business but doing. But he had a co-wife. Exactly. The co-wife, I, I, I can't believe. Him. Yes, yes, exactly. Correct. Okay. Just do a little bit more. Azhara. Okay, Azhara Shamano Onesh Minayin. Where's the punishment? I understand there's you're not allowed to, but how do you know that there's uh, that the Isra Erva is going to apply? It talks about the punishment. The vinikras they get cut off. Time of the, uh, so that's the um, um, that's that is the bottom line. And uh, so now we have the not only the azhara but also the onesh, and we'll continue with this tomorrow.